Happy New Year and welcome to Behind the Buttons, our show going behind the scenes here at Two Buttons Deep, showing you what goes into creating the fastest growing media company in upstate New York. I'm Joe Bonilla. I'm today I'm joined by Captain Jack, the Buttonista, and Back Nine Bry. Today's episode is presented to you by Omegang, Brewery Omegang, a Belgian tradition born in 1549 that continues every day in beer made right here in Cooperstown from Mayor Voss, Wit, Three Philosophers, and so much more. Cheers from Cooperstown. And also, if you hurt your body, call Martin Harding and Mazzotti. Mm-hmm. Dedicated and trusted personal injury attorneys hurt in an accident and need help, call the heavy hitters, 1-800-LAW-1010. Happy New Year, guys. That was a heavy hitter intro. Hoo-hoo! Heavy yes. hitter approved. So, brand new year, brand new resolutions. Mm-hmm. You guys have any resolutions for the start of the year? I've got one. What's that? One. Uh, a lot of people are very generic with their resolutions. Like, mm. I want to start being better at this, or I want to be great at that. That's not how you become successful. There has to be a finite ending. And my finite ending is February 28th. I will be completing no Bev Feb. No Bev Feb. Yes. If you guys recall, I did dry January in 2019, and I did it. And uh, I remember writing about it, and I said, you learn your lesson physically after about a week, and you're good. You're refreshed, and you're ready to go. And then it was just drawn out. And I said, you should do it. If you're going to do a full month, it should be February because it's three days shorter and less important things to get through, in my opinion. My very specific New Year's resolution is stop doing dumb shit in the kitchen. I had the great lasagna incident of 2021 where I carelessly tipped over a huge plate of uncooked lasagna in the oven it was like shit up a baby's back trying to clean it up, <laughs> oh, God. you know, and my one of my downfalls is I call it too fast, too quick. So I got to slow down, especially in the kitchen. Fire alarms, you know, lasagna spills. It just can't happen. Well, mine dealing with cooking as well. I want to start cooking more. Because See, so is generic. that Jack approved? No, so generic. <laughs> Wait, mine wasn't. Mine yes, was silly. Was. Stop doing dumb shit in the kitchen. That's the. It that's was more it was, generic. It was than specific. Brian's. All right, it was what specific. If, do you know what? how many people do dry January? You're just changing the month. Lip yeah. The tip. Sorry. He's right. He's right. You don't get all the credit for doing the one thing everybody else does on True. a different month. No one has ever done no Bev Feb. Are you sure? I about have that? coined that, trademarked it, Joe. Trademark it. We'll do it. <laughs> Let's talk to the local rehabs and see how many people check in for no Bev Feb. <laughs> well. We got, we got a lot of important things going on in January that we have to get through, which uh, we'll get to later in the show. But you're you're going to eat healthier? I'm going to eat healthier. I want to learn how to cook. And that's the thing. You're like, you know, you're not doing it right if, if you don't have a cool one. But I'm working so hard. Nose to the grindstone, trying to get shit done that I don't have time to cook. Do you and eat I fast gotta, food? Dude, I eat fast food. Not, oh, not all the time. but like first mistake. Well, that's the thing. You know, I work, you know, I'll stop by my parents. They're nice enough to still feed me. At my age, mm-hmm. which is very nice of them. So oh, I like yeah. swing by the house. They'll it's give the me a meal. Yeah. They want they want to see me work. So give, so, me, so, give me a nice meal. So are you guys going to make a cooking show? Is that what I hear? I like it. I know how to cook. I should help him. And then maybe it'll help me in the process. <laughs> so you need a number. Like I'm going to make X amount of good meals without doing dumb shit. Like I'm, I'm going to cook 365 good meals. Yeah, all of them. Like, no more burning Pop-Tarts. I mean, it's not that hard. How, how, how will you do the burning prep Pop-Tarts? How? You put the setting on wrong. Oh, I just, all right, I mean, this might be too much for the show, but have you guys ever used a toaster? Like a, you know, toaster? Yeah. What are those? All right, some toasters have a bagel button, a bagel mm-hmm. setting. Okay. 
What do you think the bagel setting does? Burns your bagel. So you think it's a temperature thing where like it it knows how to cook a bagel versus yeah. a piece of toast, even though there's a dial that says the intensity of the level? Mm-hmm. No shot. Do you know what it is? No. So my mom's thing was perhaps it widens the toaster to accommodate a bagel. Oh, that's a good. Oh, so it's like a, a slit toaster. Yeah, a okay. slit toaster. Maybe uh. the slits open to accommodate a bagel. All right. Because this is where dumb shit in the kitchen happens. You put yeah. it on, you know, bagel and then it's wrong. But I, I need to know what it means before I go there. True. Um, and you can burn Pop-Tarts just like you can burn anything else. Popcorn, lasagna. Shit up a baby's back. That's there you go. It's very see what I went through was so descriptive and scarring in twenty twenty one that I am committing to slowing. That, I mean, yeah. you're lucky I haven't been sent to the hospital with a knife wound. Oh, so lucky. No, I mean you're I'm lucky. Because you don't have health insurance right now. That would be terrible. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> Dad. Dad. Um, healthcare no. duck off. The reason another reason I, I forgot, but another reason I'm doing no bevfeb is because I am about to embark on a 23-day drinking journey in January. DeCrescente is partnered up with Hope, which is Homes for Orphaned Pets Exists, and it's it's a it's called a Pour for Paws campaign. 23 of their bars around the Capital Region are selling Saranac beer, and, and uh, a portion of the proceeds is going to save these puppies. So I'm going to hit every single restaurant 23 days straight, have a pint of Utica Club, and really, really work my way up to a well-deserved Nobel Feb. Because you're the skinniest person in this room by far, you can then go ahead on this endeavor and have no implications. That's fair, but uh, it's also a lot of work. And we're talking about December here. Jack was the most disgraceful Santa Claus <laughs> on the face of literally the planet because Santa is everywhere and, and nowhere at the same time. Joe, did you see that? I did not see that. You didn't see Jack as Santa Claus? No, but I can envision it, though. Okay, that's really all you need to know. Close your eyes. Yeah. Little nightmare fuel. Move on. <laughs> all I said when I came out, I said, Santa has COVID. <laughs> it's been a rough month. And then the only reason we did it, we used to always have Santa growing up at my family's tradition, and then we all grew up, so we stopped it. But now my sister has kids, but they're like not even two. And they're like, we're going to do Santa. I'm like, they don't know. They don't know right from right or right from left, and neither do I. And so they literally, we did it for the photo op. So I came out, cracked a few jokes, and uh, went back. That was bad Santa. I, did I they think it was Santa, though, at their age? No, he just started crying. He's just a big, burly, hairy man dressed in red while everyone's screaming and taking photos. I'd be crying, too. Next time, just shove a pillow up there or call Brian. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm no. just kidding. Mic drop. I'm out. Thanks, guys. He's out. Thanks for having me. Oh. Thanks. Thanks. So anyway, I mean, this is the first time I've also seen you guys since the new year. Yes. And last year also marked, last December also marked, the five-year anniversary for Two Buns Deep. It did. Big milestone. We've never celebrated our birthday before. Never. And we almost didn't really do it again. It was five years. We launched 2016 in November 25th. We had a party, which probably may have been our best event to date somehow. It was our kickoff party at the Troy Kitchen, RIP. And we packed the house. Had a couple musicians come. Still one of the best videos ever made. Pet party. Hugely underrated. We, we debuted that that night. Just had a great time going many buttons deep with people who knew us, people who 
wanted to know us because we had released a few things before that. And that was incredible. And then we really just have been grinding, as Brian says, nose to the grind. Nose to the grind. Nose to right. the grind. Right. Nose to the grind. Is I mean, it? in the world. Did I say of, it right? Stone. No, you got no, it right. Grindstone. Grindstone. Yeah. What is a grindstone for 200? That's what, that's what I thought. I don't know. You stone the grind. You grind stone the, the grind. stone. Wait, that's is it say. your tombstone? Like, are you preparing to die? Essentially. Oh, At least I didn't shit. freeze like that one guy on Jeopardy with Kathy and Michael. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> tough that's luck. That's your governor. That's I know. That was ultimate shave from Ken I, I, wish, I, I love it. Anyways, that's the type of stuff we get lost in every day. It's just new content, and I love it. I love this process. We're full-time. I could not be at a, at a better place, at a better time with better people, and we rarely, like, sit back and reflect on what we do. And, you know, we did a post about five years, and we got a bunch of love for it, but it really took those same people who love us and care about us to force us, surprise us with the opportunity to reflect and enjoy and pat ourselves on the back for five years of growing a company out of scratch, out of my bedroom, as Taylor hates when I say, and into something that is giving us full-time salaries, not health benefits yet, but we're getting there, and just a world of opportunity. And I'm so excited to be where I am. I've already said that, but here's how it went down. Because, Brian, you were a part of it. How? Let's hear from your perspective, because Taylor and I, they threw a surprise party, and we were genuinely surprised for almost the wrong reasons when we got there. But where did your involvement start, Brian? So Jonah hit me up. He's like, listen, we're going to have this five-year party. I'm like, let's go. You know I'm always down for a party. But he's like, no, like we got some work to do. We got we to film. We got we to gotta get the whole process down. Then I went to Party City with Hannah and mm -hmm. Jonah, and we went through like the balloon search for that, for the massive 2BD balloons was probably like, the most stressful thing of all time. Like Jonah had to go to like <laughs> at least 10 or not 10. I'm being dramatic, but like three or four parties. So every party city yep. to find every color balloon uh, to make it perfect. Jonah really went all out um, making that. I mean, filming. But, yeah. Uh, so you listen, guys, I, had, I had a blast yeah. being able to be a part of this and being here right now with you guys. I can't ask for more. We're having a blast. Yeah. And uh, the five year party that'll go down as, one of probably top top five parties of all time. I had a great time. Yeah. I think Hannah's going to be mad that you didn't give her enough credit. No, Hannah killed it. <laughs> Hannah killed it. She killed it. She really so did. she yeah she was a driving force. My girlfriend behind it all, and how she got that me into bad. it. That was bad. That was, was that. That's on me, Hannah. Like, no, it was you, more of, of Jonah and the way Jonah was presenting it. She was like, if he doesn't give me enough credit, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so she told me we were going out for my birthday. And I'm like, why? I had a perfect birthday. It was a week before. Like, I'm done. It's 29. We're onward and beyondward. And she's like, no, I got something great set up. And, you know, you just got to trust me. So I'm like, all right. So she does the whole blindfold Uber thing. We go all the way. I think we're going to Kodo. We end up in Troy. We have a great dinner. Then we go to um, Lucas Confectionery, where I see Taylor and her mom, the senior buttonista. And you don't know what's going on either. You think it's an, it's like a weird birthday crawl for myself, as do I. So then they're like, all right, let's go to the next stop, and we go to the Bradley, which is forever a very special place in our heart. That's where it's right next to the Troy Innovation Garage where we that was like our first official headquarters where we would meet, and then we'd meet for like 30 minutes, and we'd go to the bar for like two hours. And that's really where the brainstorming happened of going buttons deep and talking about 
what we would need to do to develop this idea we had and now this brand we had into something that we could one day sustain ourselves without health insurance. And so for us to come back full circle there, meanwhile, we show up. I still think it's for my birthday. And we walk into the Bradley. Frank Sinatra, New York, New York is playing. I look around and I see everyone I love from all walks of life. I got my uncle from California, my friend from Vermont, some family. And I'm like, wow, this is a great birthday party. <laughs> and every and I literally just like, I put my arms up. And it was a, a true moment in life where I'm like, I'm just soaking it in. I was just looking. Like, I didn't move right away. I just looked and I'm like, wow, like this this magic feeling does not happen very often. And then I start saying hi to people. And it took me like three to four people of them all saying congratulations, not happy birthday for me to be like, oh. <laughs> and then I see the two buttons deep and everyone is wearing two buttons deep merch. And I'm like, oh, this is for us. And then I turn around and Taylor is bawling her eyes out. I was so surprised I almost didn't go inside because I didn't want to go that bad to this whole thing. <laughs> so the big and it's like. I know I'm difficult. Not a lot of people have the balls to tell me I'm being difficult. After this surprise party, like 42 people were like, you were being so difficult. Because <laughs> I thought it was a bar crawl for Jack's birthday. I literally, for once in my life, had dinner plans that I didn't want to miss. Brand, like, restaurant I've never been to. Girlfriends I haven't seen in a while. And apparently, over the weeks, it was extremely difficult to get me to this party. Mostly because I've been friends with Jack for 15 years. And I'm like, no offense to Hannah. I'm like, Jack hates bar crawls. Like, we literally just <laughs> did one three weeks ago for SantaCon. And, like, he would hate this idea. Like, of course, he would love everybody being together and family and all of that. But, like, the concept of, like, let's do something Jack loves. And then to say it's a bar crawl, it just doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. But not enough that I didn't question it. I was just like, oh, okay, that's what we're doing. Yeah. So, eventually my mom was like, you know what? You just cancel the reservation. I'm like, you know what? You're, you're right. We don't need to go. My friends canceled on me. They were in on it. And I just let Jack go inside and soak it up and enjoy because I thought it was for him. And then finally my mom's like, Taylor, this is for you too. This is for you. And then I saw friends that I know that never leave the house, let alone venture to the Bradley and Troy. Mm -hmm. So I knew something was up and I was, my boyfriend was there. He didn't think he said he was out of town. Like it was just wild. And everybody knows I was surprised because I dressed like shit that night. And that, to me, is perhaps the only bone that I would pick was that my own mother wouldn't be like, hey, do you want to blow dry your hair tonight? <laughs> <laughs> like, how did the, the balls, mm -hmm. the balls on that woman that. to get me there. But it really was incredible. It's just like what you all said, I guess. It's just we don't think about this a lot. And Joe, you were there. Five years is a big deal. Yeah, you made you made it a big deal. You did a really nice post on Facebook, yeah. and you know you've kind of been there really since it became official, which was after the 2016 launch of doing some of the boring business things. And you know, every time we hit a milestone, me and Jack are just like, "Can you believe it?" And on his birthday, I said, "We got to stop saying that." Like we act surprised all the time when these great things happen and we achieve things. And I'm like, "This is no accident." And that's how I felt that night was that everybody, we get the haters, we get the comments and the controversy and all of that. But that was pure love and pure, honestly, respect, which we don't always get or ask for or want. But that was pretty fucking cool. I, I think I had the coolest job of all time. And you know what that was? Was the balloon pole. Oh, I, I knew you were going to say I that. Think, I, think, <laughs> I, think I, I think I did okay. Jonah was like, yo, 
the balloon pole. You had the most important that's job. That, that was moment. huge. Mm-hmm. But Jack reached up with his height, knocked down some balloons. That was yep. great. Team he effort. doesn't get enough credit either for uh, for keeping that secret. Saying he was out of town once he told me at the bar, I was like, man, like that that's pretty impressive. I'm to- so annoying to live with. Like <laughs> in general, I can't even imagine. Like this had to be hard for the both of them and all of you guys too. And then I can't lie. I've been thinking like Hannah's gonna hate me now because like her Keith, like Keith, they set up that Facebook group, like. But John, oh, they set up the Facebook. Yeah, they group. set up the yeah. Facebook group. It was Damn. huge. That's how you know it's real. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So Hannah, Jack made me feel really bad. I've been thinking about this the whole time they were talking. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love you guys. No, this but was it, it was incredible. You know, and you know, again, you both came in there like champions, victors mm-hmm. in life, and everything. It was great. Actually, but, take that back. About more, most important job yeah. was was DJ the whole night. You're right. DJ, though, You're I was right. all over the place. Love all it. over the place. <laughs> um, you know, right around then, though, you know, because it, it was the ho- middle of the holiday season, people were thinking about Christmas movies and holidays, you know, holiday entertainment. So, you know, movie I only saw, like, last year for the first time was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Right? First time? I only saw it for the first time at the Madison last year. Oh, my Lord. Ever, right? I've Where never seen it. you never seen what? it? What? Right. I don't even know what it is. Oh. Apparently, it's a big deal. It's a big huge tr- deal. Yeah. Enough to pack the palace. Right. So, uh, they did a screening of Christmas Vacation at the palace. Brian, you were there. Chevy Chase oh, yeah. was there, too. Right? Oh, yeah. What happened? Talk to us. So, uh, Jack was generous enough to buy $250 tickets for this event to meet Chevy Chase. Uh, I messaged him, I think. I sent you the advertisement back in... Like November, I'm like, dude, I I gotta go to this. Like, you I gotta, were way on it. Yeah, yeah, I I go, I gotta meet Chevy Chase. So you're a super fan? No, you just wanted to meet a celebrity. I just want, I literally just wanted to meet this man and and what? ask him a ridiculous like finding my way to Chevy Chase was just like, I, I I don't know, it wasn't a goal of mine. It was just like, I'm gonna do this and and we're gonna we're gonna do something insane. Mm-hmm. And knowing who he was, not I'm not a super fan, but knowing this dude loves tits and ass, like. That was a question. I did say that to Jack. Like, I texted him. Like, Jack's like, let's do this. I'm like, hey, J- uh, Mr. Chase, one question. Tits or ass? And Jack's like, love it. I'm like. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we were brainstorming questions. Yeah. And that was your first one. I'm like, all right. Like that, because I'm picturing you asking it in front of the audience. Because there was a Q&A and for all, everyone. Um, so I pictured you, like, in the audience and getting the reaction. But. Then we realized with COVID and everything, they probably weren't going to do just like pass the mic around to the audience. And I'm like, that's not going to work. And then by fate, we didn't even have tickets a day of. But then someone we knew was selling VIP tickets for like half the price. Still not cheap, 250 bucks. But I'm like, if you pull this off, it'll be worth it. It'll get big. And it did. Did great. Yeah. Uh, you know, thankful for the opportunity. Thankful Chevy Chase. uh so how'd you Hung feel? Because that was one of the most, when Jonah told me what happened, like, I didn't believe it. <laughs> I, did, I didn't believe it until I saw the full minute video of that interaction. Well, if if we want to get to not it being like a Q&A where you shout out or get like a microphone, uh, apparently if you just ask like 10 questions like out loud, uh, Chevy Chase will answer you. I'm surprised the people next to us didn't get kicked out. They were like dressed as characters. They were really obnoxious. And like Jonah's just like, Sitting there, like, rubbing his face, tapping his... You, you could just tell, like, this dude was about to blow up. I go, hey, you picked your spot. Like, he asked me. I was about to sit there, and he goes, I'm going to sit there. I think we'll be better, you know, for mm-hmm. filming, for the whole video. And it was a mistake, because these people were, like, the wor- like literally shouted out, 
Chevy, do the scene where you went like this. And dude's in a wheelchair, like, trying to turn and face these people. And it was just, they were just obnoxious. So um, he came it, out and did the general Q&A, which, but it was all preemptive it was, questions. Yeah, yeah. You had to write down a question. Yeah. I did write down John from Schenectady said, Ass or tits? They didn't. They didn't. John from, yes. John from Schenectady. John, John lives down the down the road. You know. Yeah. Uh, but um, finally, game time. Right. End of the show. Q and A goes by. We're we're walking up and big line. Like they send you up to the second deck, up to the third deck, and then everything just like the line just was going on from like three stories. So it was For a long VIP. wait. Yeah, we were sitting on the stairs like for the VIP for like at least an hour waiting for mm-hmm. everything to happen, right? So we finally get down. We're about to go in. There's no video, no photography signs everywhere, like throughout the whole place. And, you know, I'm getting, I'm like, Jonah, how are we going to pull this off? He goes, let me go first. Let me go first. I'll pull out my camera and I'll just, you know, he's just sitting there low. Mm-hmm. I walk in, obviously profusely before Chevy Chase. And I'm like, Chevy, tits or ass? Or ass or tits? And he looks at me. I don't know what you're saying, right? We're going back and forth. Ass or tits? He goes, after kids, which which that was. <laughs> that was my favorite. That was the line for sure. Um, that that got a lot of people. But um, uh, big super fans of Chevy Chase literally thought he was messing with me. He used to do a skit on SNL back in the uh, 70s, I think, where a, a crazy guy that would mumble and stutter, which I do a lot, would come up to him on the street and ask him a question, and, like, he wouldn't respond. He doubt, like, he couldn't hear uh, mm-hmm. hear the guy. Yeah. So a lot of super fans commented thinking that Chevy was doing that to me. Other Karens thought <laughs> I was being really rude. I was being mis- All right, hold on. We're having some technical difficulties here. Is it bad? It's bad. It's bad. Hello? Testing one, two. Yeah, oh, we sound fat. There we go. Are we good? Yeah, just hold it up there. What I yeah. do? I think you're just, just being wig- you. It's just, just being a little you. wiggly. Yeah, All just right. being you. All right, so All right. so we so we post this video of the interaction. We chop it up, and it gets pretty big quick. It gets about a hundred thousand views within a day or two, and uh, mixed reaction, I would say. How did you feel about it? Uh, you know, with a couple comments, like Taylor said, don't read the comments, but. You're not supposed to read the, comments. read the comments. I read the comments. Yeah, I read no, the comments. You read every comment. Oh, uh, what a Multiple what a times. yeah! What a clown! What a yeah! I was getting oh Brian this guy yeah, but like I was class clown in high school. Like if you don't know me, that's who I am. There I am go. a clown. Like thank you for noticing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so but there were you know people that were like eighteen, nineteen people are in their thirties that were like this is the best piece of content you put out. This is great. But then other people are like. How could you ask such a classless question to such a legend? And then they have feminists in their bio. And if you know Chevy Chase. <laughs> Pronouns, yeah. Yeah, if you know Chevy Chase, these you wouldn't call cl- him a legend. They, yeah, these people clearly don't. They So many people idolize him because of this one character in this movie. But he was a very problematic person. And he had drug issues. And I don't want to go off the laundry list of things, but... Just the scenes in his most popular movies where he's like, oh, it's a bit nipply out as he's staring at this girl's chest. Yep. And there's also, so every, the, the Christmas one's very famous, but it's a whole series of the, you know, the, the vacation movies. And the one where they go to Europe, he's on a, the opening scene. It just came on, so we're like, oh, we love the Christmas one. Let's watch this one. The opening scene comes up, and it's him and his family on a game show, like Family Feud style. And the host is like this creepy 50-year-old man. And he comes over to his family 
and he's like, oh, like uh, introducing himself and he like kisses the mom. And then he goes to like the 10 year old daughter and just like starts making out with her. And like, this is Chevy Chase's humor. He literally got kicked out of SNL for telling a female writer she'd be better at giving hand jobs than writing. And so this dude has his mind in the gutter. So when you said that, I'm like, this is, this is a good question for him. Like he might hate it, but this is up his alley. And uh, I figured he was going to play along with it. I think he did in that sense, as you, as you mentioned. Um, But the people coming to the defense of Chevy Chase saying this is what was going to compromise his character is so out of touch with reality. You're the joke. And is he like, really? I mean, I know he's a legend, but like, I feel like that's a, He's just famous. Yeah, like that's a stretch. And like, yeah, like you said. He, he's a legend in the sense that he he started Weekend Update on SNL. That was his idea. I mean, he, which, was, he was the first breakout star on SNL. Which he fair. Was. Okay, that's he fine. Was. That's iconic. And I, as an SNL fan, owe it to myself to go back in the scenes. But one thing I wanted to say about this video, and especially this is why I like doing behind the buttons, because I'm not at every shoe. I'm not involved in everything. And the way that you described this whole thing from you know, getting the tickets to the way you're sitting down to getting nervous about, you know, are we going to make it to the backlash? That was like me and Jack on day one for years. So it's very, very cool to see you and Jonah, who are some of our new guys going through those same emotions of how do we get the video? How do we not let it down? Make the ticket price worth it? You know, deal with the backlash because it, it's kind of a roller coaster, right? Like you're all excited to it go. Was. I mean, we we got kicked out of the Times Union Center before at Women's March Madness, and I remember feeling like I was going to get detention after, and I was going to get like a <laughs> referral. Like you just go through this such a wave, and of course, you want the video to be successful, and you know that amount of commentary is success one on one. It's just getting people to react and take the time out of their day to respond. So it's cool to see you guys going through the same thing that we've been through. Um, I literally just, I felt like they were our kids. Because before they went, I mean, I was like, there's no way. Because Hannah and I wanted to go originally. And then when I found out the main tickets were 70 bucks and the, you know, VIP was 200 something, I was like, no way. So we, we met with uh, with you guys for a drink beforehand. And then we were like, all right, like, good luck. Go. <laughs> Come on. Like, go fla- flap your wings. I know. And fly. You guys left and like, you're all we talked about. And we're like, my God, we feel like we just sent our kids off. <laughs> to camp for the to first time <laughs> and it was a success i was like just fucking do it and you did it and oh. i was very happy about that yeah wow. you only get so much time with celebs too and that's one thing we try not to take advantage but sometimes the longer you go it's the funnier it gets and i think you're back and forth a quick minute video like that's all you needed you got what you got what you came for and i just love when he says after kids <laughs> after you were kids? so determined about it you were just so determined you were like kept on repeating it Pull every single down. time yeah right. i I definitely had a couple drinks through the show, so, like, I had that liquid courage to stand in there. But, like, if I have enough, like, back nine video, I'll run out in traffic and go meet Tracy Morgan, which I did at a Knicks game. So, going to be a celebrity, I mean, when it's on the line, like, I'm going to go for it, right? Mm -hmm. And... Obviously, you you hooked you hooked it up with me and Chevy Chase, and I wasn't going to let that down. I Good. was going to let you down. Well, I said you guys weren't going to get paid if you didn't pull it off. So. That's right. <laughs> you would have That's right. a really nice viewing program. <laughs> Thank you. So let's talk about the golden buttons. Ooh. Let's figure it out. Let's talk about it. This is something else that was inspired by, Brian, because um, you're doing something similar on the back nine to reflect on 2021. Yep. And we've always done a recap video. And so we, 
I've always wanted to, I've always had this concept in my mind. So when you brought it up, I'm like, boom, this is the year. We've done so many legitimate things across the spectrum. We have a a great team of people who all do different things. So we are going to be hosting what is called the Golden Buttons, which is our first award show where we reflect on the most extravagant, coolest, bravest things we have done throughout the year. Um, We're getting the worst trophies we can find, and we'll be handing them out. And we're going to put it together as if it's a real deal Hollywood showbiz. We're going to get a little step and repeat, some champagne, and whatever we can do to make the night special. We're going to keep it just to our team for this year, just so we can kind of work out the kinks, avoid any COVID backlash, and make it the best we can be. But I think this could really grow into something kind of spectacular throughout the years. I'd fuck with the red carpet. Red carpet. Oh, we're getting fancy. We're wearing outfits. We're doing. We're dressing up. Capital Region's best dress nominees from just our team that year. Yep. Um, I love this idea. We love the idea of like being present at galas, award shows, stuff like that. Obviously, I love like the e entertainment, the recaps, the who's wearing what. This isn't that extravagant in terms of the social element of it, but you know, the year in review is kind of a passive way to you know, reflect on the year where this people got a little skin in the game. They have an opportunity to really, again, take a moment and celebrate, you know, what went into a video. And I think it's just going to be hilarious. Like we can make it silly. We can do, you know, really whatever we want and then have this event that people will tune in live to watch. But of course it's pre-recorded by us. Or was that a secret? That's a secret, but this is why you tune into the behind the buttons. You get the secrets of the trade. Yes, exactly. So yeah. a few uh, categories we have going. Um, best celebrity interaction. Chevy Chase will certainly be up there, rivaled by Bobby Flay and a couple others. Yep. Most athletic moment. Could be you throwing out your first pitch. Could be me barely losing to an Olympic, cel- or Olympic cyclist. Could be Taylor's huge leap into the Hudson River and surviving. Uh, best investigative report. We've really put on our Big J journalism caps since we've gone full-time. Taylor got to the bottoms of the panty tree up at Malta. I uh, B&E'd at the Central Warehouse, which is now, coincidentally, taken from the owner. So I'm not saying I played a pivotal role in that, but I like to think I did. Um, Best meanwhile in upstate New York. It's not all about us. It's about the people that contribute, send in content. We always post beautiful photos of the great upstate and just to showcase how beautiful it is and why we love it here. So exterior people will be winning awards as well. The best dressed of the year. That's going to be a big one on your part. We do the best dressed every month. But now, for the first time ever, there's going to be a best dressed of the year. We got to do something special for that prize. That's awesome. Wow, that is pretty cool. Yeah. I got to think about that one. Probably a bad trophy and a big gift card. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh, Best viral video. Um, And, yeah, any other ideas? Mm, I mean, I know I have some. We talked about some. I think those are big categories. You know, we got to kind of backlog some of our videos because we all know what we found to be the most iconic. However, I think we might be missing some that would fit into a good category from earlier in the year, but I love the voter participation. This is a great way to get people re-involved with Two Buttons Deep if they haven't seen a video or forgot about one or missed one. Like You'll be able to catch up in one night on everything that we're doing, involve some of our sponsors and advertisers, make them feel special and seen, and you know probably 
sip a lot of Millers, depending on when this is recorded. Yes, we got to determine the headline sponsor. Friday or Saturday night, Miller Lights on deck. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, is, is it a Miller event? Is it? Do we it's just Miller, create it's, that? It's a Miller event. I don't know. I, I mean, don't, don't I talk feel, to me. I but feel it would be a Miller event. I feel it would be. It's the most sexy. Mm. Miller it's so high sexy. class. High class, <laughs> sexy. We've got the branding down. We've I got, got the blazer. love. I got a He's blazer. Got, oh, got a blazer. there you go. Done. Uh, yep. Move on. Uh, can that be athletic performance? The trophy should be a Miller can. Oh. I got a few beer ornaments left now over. Now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're talking. All right. The Golden Buttons presented by Miller Lite coming to you. Whenever we get those terrible trophies. Wait, can we golden crust a Miller Lite? I think it's got to be the Golden Millers. The Golden Millers has to be. <laughs> we got to get serious bucks for Miller Lite. This is we falling better. out of scope with some other shit <laughs> we got cooking. But I, I like that you have like a beer can like in gold, like dripping in gold. Oh my I like that. Wow. Year one. Well, I'll talk to my one people. One button but at yeah. a time. One button at a time. Speaking of buttons, diner lists. Let's talk about it. Yeah, so this was a classic idea from nothing to something in classic two buttons deep fashion taylor you were you talked you just brought it up on your podcast randomly right yeah i've just always been a big diner girl big guy fietti girl diners drive-ins and dives you know i talk about dive bars like the bradley talk about dive diners like triangle Mm -hmm. and i put it out to the capital region to see what their favorites were and holy shit it's a competitive game out there. We got hometown favorites. We got small town favorites. We got it all. Yeah. So you got a lot of traction off that. Or I think we posted a clip and just got a great amount of interaction. So we we, we kind of dove, dove into that, asked for more feedback. Next thing I know, I have like a, hun- a list of like 100 great diners and like multiple votes for each one. And I'm like, we got to do something with this. So we put out a list. And it was so popular. We put out a second list and... Clearly, it's just something people love, people are passionate about, but above all, it's it's valuable knowledge to know. Because like you said, it's similar to ice cream spots. People are very dedicated to their one that they know, that they grew up with, and people don't like to stray from that. So if we can provide people with opportunities to know what's out there and not just randomly go somewhere that they find on Google Maps, I think that's going to be of value. So, uh, Taylor, I think you're going to take the lead on this and do the 518 Diner Review, starting yeah, 2022. baby. I am feeling this one. Despite my, you know, health and fitness goals for this year, I will commit to visiting, you know, a diner a week, little Sunday morning coffee, Times Union style post, waking up mm-hmm. to something good. And we're going to really totally go for vibes. So this is no eight out of 10 in terms of like a, you know, an ice cream or a pizza review. It's really when I visit a dive, what makes me feel so great in there is the experience. What does it look like? What is the history, the artifacts? Uh, what can I wear? You know, I mean, there's some diners where you got to put on a little makeup and, you know, brush your hair. There's others where you can be, you know, in your one night stand clothes and that's the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, going to order whatever the special is. You know, I don't think we can just go one dish. It can't just be the French toast because we're alienating, you know, the savory. Yes. We can't alienate savory no. folks on this no. journey. Of course not. So we get your best thing, your special, your day of, or your what you're known for. And we just compile a list of, you know, a, a series of beautiful photos. You know, maybe a little outside action, a little woo-woo from the Botanista. And I think the people are going to love it. We're going to get suggestions. We're going to build it. And my goal is to create some sort of coffee table book. Okay. With the best diners, a little written review, vibes, pictures. 
I would like that on my coffee table. If you get into the book game, like... Oh, I'm so getting into like, the book game. That would be top notch. I want to write a children's book before I die, because I feel like anybody can do that. I have a children's book, Easy. like, typed up in Google Docs. I'm Jack, I'm do. surprised like, you don't have ready, one already. You're ready to go. I, I swear, like... What's it, this children's book? I want to know more about this. I can't tell. I can't tell too much <laughs> because if someone takes give my us, idea, I'll lose give it. It was a top line plot. Come on. It's about being scared of the dark. Okay. Love it. And using so, a nightlight. So any goosebumps ever? Dude, it's I got a children's like book. once this comes out, like I am winning a new bear. What, what is it? The gold. Oh, the gold. The gold. The gold yeah, 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 dude. Metals, it's gonna be yeah. nuts. I just gotta find a illustrator. Well, gotta I illustrate. think we, Joe. Do you have any connections in the book game? A little bit. Because I want to do one for Pup State. You when should I get definitely to do Pup State. Probably 500 dogs. Yeah. My 500th dog is going to be Francine, and then I want to do a book of oh, all the dogs. Wow, so that's awesome. But I'm very excited for the diner because that's just something I believe in. Oh. Like knowing a good diner. Yeah. I, I, especially during quarantine when I had like a very dorm-esque life and I was like with the same people and we were like raging every weekend because there was nothing else to do. You, you can't like complete a good all buttons deep weekend without wrapping it up on Sunday at a diner with the people you were with. Like you have to all come together because we would just get into some crazy shit at the Nick in downtown Albany. We'd all, there'd be drama and whatever and hookups and all this stuff. And like there, there were times when we didn't end up at the diner, our diner, the Bishop. And we would like all have bad weeks. Cause we we're like, we didn't close the loop. And no matter what your weekend entails, like you got to close the loop at the diner on Sunday. Just talk it out, laugh it, apologize, do whatever you got to do. Eat some mediocre food, some great coffee, and be on your way. So that's why I'm very excited for this. I love that, that close the loop idea. I think that's very obviously very Seinfeld-esque, mm-hmm. which Jack and I are both inspired by. But, yeah, I think this is it's, – it's a people pleaser. You know, it's a crowd pleaser. You can't really fuck this one up. Just like a diner really can't fuck it up. Uh, that's debatable. Uh, that's really? debatable. That's debatable. Really? I don't know. All right. <laughs> Yo, there is there is one place. I think it's called like Dan's Diner in Albany. That's a good one. Yeah. Dirty Dan, Dan's. Dirty Dan. Dirty. Yeah, but I don't know if they like that name. Do they? They, they have to at this point. It's so everybody good. knows good it as spot. Dirty that's a Spot. I went there for the. You first can't time, dress up for that. Uh, last year. Can't do it. Yeah, but it was a great place. So here's my my only other question about that. Do you make a book intending it to be a coffee table book? And what is a coffee table book? Oh, God, you got to read my interior design trends of 2022 story in the Times Union. Did you mention that? No, but it's it's there. It's implied. I mean, a coffee table book is, it's really supposed to be if you're entertaining, you have guests over, it's on the coffee table. Maybe there's a little downtime. Maybe you're making them a cup of coffee. You're hosting. You're in the shower getting ready. And they're like, oh, what's that? Easy reading, beautiful pictures, not a lot of words. And you can kind of get a gist of something, whether it is like I have a lot of interior design ones, could be a really beautiful cookbook. It could be a book, you know, like uh, the Doggist or how they started humans mm-hmm. of New York. Like it's very visual stimulation, but it's like easy reading. Like there's no reading. So it's kind of it. like a diner food for your mind. Yeah. Hey, yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 Not it's heavy like, portions. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to be an expert at the end, but you're going to be like, Hey, that was like, I have like one of my diner. favorite, one of my favorite photographers, yep. you know, when people, People, I watch people come over, open the book, and go, wow, these are really cool. And then I can say, like, oh, I like that photographer. A little conversational. So you got to be passionate about it. True. To, you're not just going to buy one just to buy one. Mm-hmm. But they're about $50 of home goods. A real good coffee table book is going to cost you, like, 100-something bucks. Ooh. Some. Wow. Like the fashion designer ones, All like right. Tom Ford. Well, I think that's a good resolution for 2023, three new books. 
I, I love that. it. Look at us, Pup a 2022 steak. media company just fucking turning back publishing the clock. Now. Let's be a publishing book company. <laughs> we have an email newsletter now, yeah. like 17 Plus. years after the fact. Fuck the podcast. Fuck the TikTok. We should just do an actual catalog. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Store. Wait, Jackson, he wanted a catalog a magazine the other day, a digital yeah. magazine. I did. Well, that was like an Instagram you version. Want a zine. But wait I'll till I you. You want a zine. <laughs> Let me show you the printing press. We're almost running out of time, so I want to get to, uh, you know, the Olympics are coming up. Yes. And, oh, boy. But you guys want to do your own Olympics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because nobody gives a flying shit about the Winter Olympics. Am I right? I give a flying shit about the guys that are flying shit in the air. I like snowboarding. Sean White's pretty cool. Yeah, you he's watch, cool. So you tune time. into the Winter Olympics. I do. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, I like summer, obviously, like gymnastics, but I, I like the snowboarding element. But okay. to, to ride with your wave, no. Well, you don't need to lie. All right, I won't lie. I do tune in a little well, bit, a little bit. I, Everybody tunes in. The only a reason, bit. the only time I tuned in was like in elementary school when we had a potato Olympics and you brought in a potato <laughs> and our teacher made us do a potato Olympics. Like we had to decorate a potato. And and like Sounds we're on like the playground, good... like sliding it down a slide. Like whoever's got down the slide first wins. Wait, you decorated it and then it competed. You in competed something? as a potato. The potato Olympics. Do you think your teacher still has her like teaching license? She's a legend. I, the, I work at the school that she the does. So yeah, I see, her, I see her. Yes, the potato Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. Why? Wait, what? Yeah. It was incredible. I don't know. It's like the beginning like of like a tennis ball. Yeah. Kids want to decorate some some starch. I don't know what to do. <laughs> decorate some starch. I don't know. It was you could you could stick toothpicks like his arms. I you know I really couldn't answer. But it you was, got like it was fake dope. eyeball, like googly yeah, eyes. Yeah, googly eyes. Is there, is there like anti-doping for potatoes? Like you can't <laughs> shave the potato down a little bit, to make it more aerodynamic. Yeah. You can't yeah. air fry it. Yeah. You can't have like a I don't know like thing growing out of the side. Like yeah. It's got to be yeah. a straight yeah. Straight, nice potato. You talked to Mr. Potato Head at Lights in the Park? <laughs> I Ask did. Him. I did talk to Mr. Potato <laughs> Head. He wants to I then apologize for calling him Mr. Potato Head. He's just Potato Head now. Let's oh, remember that's true. That. I just, you were so cheesy. You're like, just the guy I wanted to see. I'm like, Jack, you could do better than this. I'm like, where did, what was your inspiration? Okay, like, that was the best reality to talking to a fake character transition in the history. I've been meaning to talk to you this whole time. What do you think about lights in the... I was like, what? There's got to be an award for that. That's as weird (laughs) as the potato. Yeah, this is the most reality to imaginatory transition of my life. I talked to a real person. I was like, all right, next, Mr. Potato Head. What do you think? (laughs) Sounds like there was no one to talk to for that video with a pulse. Nope. There was toss him overboard. I appreciate the commitment. R.I.P. to uh, Capital Lights in the Park. Um, that's another road we could have gone down, but we're staying here at the Twisted Tea Winter Olympics. We've teamed up with uh, Twisted Tea to put this together because I think we got to spice it up. Back to my original point: there's not much. There's hype, but actually, I can't say there's hype. I think U.S. diplomatically pulled out of the Olympics, so yeah. there's no hype. But we can make some hype. And the time zone sucks. We have the ability to do this on everybody's real East Coast time. So Let's capitalize. uh, Twisted T hooked us up with the coolest gold medal trophy of all time. It is a, you know, Snoop Dogg, right? The Snoop Dogg statue we had, about three feet tall. It is a statue of Liberty-esque Twisted T branded American icon that's going to go to the winner of our Twisted T Olympics. And it's just going to be, I want to say, the most ridiculous events 
held here in upstate New York during the winter, but I can't because Brian was playing with a goddamn potato and dressing it up all throughout elementary school. So I really don't know if that can compete with Every it. four years. Come on. Every, Every four years. There's, there's no, there's no summer the and winter. So there we go. That's America's mine. parties with tea. That's legendary. People are going to go nuts huge. for that. Yeah. I'm excited oh. for that. Oh. So I got a few ideas because we got a brainstorm. We got to put it together and make sure it's a good event. So here, yeah, here, are, my, here are my sports that I think we should do. Um, sledding. Assuming there's snow. I hope there's snow by the end of January. Sledding, who can go the furthest and the fastest. Ice baths, who can stay in the longest. Ooh, I or love Or maybe that. just swimming in the Hudson. No, like, we can't can do that it? again. Why not? Well, for, well, it doesn't freeze, I guess, so I don't know. Then I just think that was like a, a one and done. Pond. All right, I'm just saying, like, get in a, get in a body of water. Um, who can build the best snowman? Weather depending. Weather depending. Well, most of this is weather depending, so I might need other ideas. Snowball fight, like a legitimate dodgeball style snowball fight. Maybe we have teams. And uh, the longest snowball throw. And I guess if all of these can't be done because there's no snow, because of you know the current state of our world, we use potatoes instead on all accounts. Well, the other thing, though, we do we do have an opportunity to do this at a ski mountain where there will surely be snow. So I think we can make this work. Do you think they want our antics at a ski mountain? Yeah, I think so. Do it an hour before they open or whatever. West Mountain. Do you work with West Mountain? There's oh, plenty. You guys work with yeah, West we Mountain. do. Okay. There's plenty of room off the beaten path. Like there's there's enough room to do this. I think, and I think tubing is a little more exciting than sledding because you could time it, and that's not disruptive to anybody. <laughs> What's the difference? Because tubing is like far and cool and high up. Like where are you going to find a sledding? That's not like a hill. Would, tubing is, like, intense. I would consider tubing and sledding the same thing. Toboggan. You think it's toboggan? No, I'm thinking of snow tubing at a mountain versus, like, Chango Elementary School. I mean, they're the same thing, just different calipers. We're going to Capitol Hills, and we're making a sick ramp is what we're doing. Well, no, Taylor's right. We should probably time. do it at West Mountain if they let us. I think that's obviously a better opportunity for the biz, some co-branding. You know, DeCrescenti works with them, all of that. Sounds great. And I, I don't see why not. I think it's nice exposure and, uh, you know, just... Just time it right. My only request is if we go up to a mountain is I got to try skiing again because I haven't been skiing since uh, I was five and I didn't make it off the bunny hill. So Oof. you could do like who laces their skis up faster, Ooh. like timing, like who could get dressed. I have a funny idea because I'm good at skiing, so we can't really make a skiing competition, but maybe we all get brought up to the top of the mountain on the gondola. Mm -hmm. Oh God. No skis. And it's just a race to the bottom of the mountain. It's a sprint. <laughs> and you don't have health insurance. I was going to say, and, and Joe just said we shouldn't be using our certificate of insurance yeah. when we don't need to. I'm going to yeah. get the ambulance sled cold. No, I'm just going to be laying like there you, just you, being you can get, I don't think, I mean, you got to be crazy to sprint down the mountain, but you can get creative. You can slide on your butt. You can just trot down. You could find a skier who could help you. Like, nothing's off the table. So I just think it's like, who can get down the mountain the quickest no rules. Imagine a classic roll, just like a classic yeah. layout. Ooh, like a roll. like a stop, drop, and roll. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You learned that in elementary school. That's right. All right, so if they have snow, I think the snowball fight will work. Tubing. I think the down the mountain, maybe the bunny hill, just make it easier for the filming. Um, who can make it down the bunny hill the fastest? And what else? We need one, one more. Good, one more finale. I do think like a 
dressing and undressing is good because that's, that's a huge that's, thing of like big. ski gear and huge. snow gear. We can get naked quickest. I think, yeah. just, a, I think <laughs> just a classic shotgun. Ooh, I like that. I was going to say, I feel like we need a little I drinking. Think, I think an all buttons deep chug off event. Oh, you got to you gotta finish a can of Twisted Tea and then take all take of off. your snowsuits off. Snowsuit. Oh, that's yeah, good, yeah. 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 I just think, yeah, like that's classic. You can put it on the board. Let's classic, like winter, it. you know, you got to un- undress for us. There Show us how committed you are. Even though it's just us, but yeah. I love it. Another internal event. We can't. We can't be hosting. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How are you going to win a snowball fight? Well, somebody hit. Like dodgeball. Okay. I I was just saying, like, if it's not obviously none of these are being voted upon, so they have to be either timeable or yeah, otherwise. Yes. And you can't catch the snowball break, so like you're going to just have to nail somebody. Mm -hmm. Toss. Or we could do furthest toss. I think that might be a little. That might be a better. That might. I don't want to get hit with the snowball. It's not like someone's scared. It's too bad. Mm. It's too bad. Well, we are out of time. Well, I know I need to post first episode of the something. year. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Brewery Omer Gang, Martin Harding Mazzotti, and Melio. Melio, I cannot wait to get started with Melio, folks. Just stay tuned. The Capital Region's most loved delivery service. We got great things coming, including Melio Monday and a big giveaway. So if you're listening, stay tuned for big Melio moves. Melio Moolah. Tune in each week. We'll see you next week.